Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Rice and Mike's podcast. I'm your host, Tong Nguyen, and today we have our guest, Michelle. Hey Michelle, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad, not too shabby. Thanks for doing the intro while I warm up over here. We both had our COVID test done recently. How'd you find that? Oh, it was very uncomfortable. You smell your own saliva for a couple of hours, which was very interesting because they swab your throat first before they put up your nose. I've heard some people get their nose done first and then their throat, if you're unlucky enough. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a lot nastier because you taste it, right? You taste the boogies. Nothing wrong with that. Did you do that as a kid? No. Same. (laughs) Let's move on. This is a bit of a spookier episode today. It's a rice and frights episode today. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually stole that from my friend Nathan from episode four, I believe. So, thank you, Nathan, for that little steal of that uh, episode name. Yeah, so today we're going to go a little bit more spookier. Now, when I mean spookier, we're going to go through some of the local conspiracy theories and horror stories that we've heard growing up in the area. All right, so we're going to start. And when we hear something spooky, if you guys have watched Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, you might hear this sound in the background. The fucking bath is fucking raw! What the fuck is going on? All right, maybe not the whole Gordon Ramsay screaming bit, but just the music part. Are you familiar with the sound? It sounds like a very generic spooky sound. It's played like 20 times an episode. I don't watch it. I only you watch, watch Kitchen Nightmares. I watch snippets. Oh, the ones on YouTube? Yeah. Well, it's on Plex now. Well, I'm still trying to finish The Simpsons. It's up to season 19. I've got about five more. 24 seasons, how many? Yeah, it drops out later on. I wouldn't recommend it. Earlier seasons are the, the classics. Yeah, but I still want to watch it all. All right, fine. So yeah, COVID tests, not fun. If you're thinking of doing it just to see what it's like. Don't. Yeah, yeah Lana, don't. It's not fun. Why would you shove that up your nose and think it's fun? It feels like someone kicked the footy to your face. And you'd think it'd be like softer, like the stick, but it's not. It's a hard stick. Yeah, it's not velvet. It's not cashmere. Q-tip. No, but the thing is that I've had a camera, like a long camera tube, stuck down my nose, down to my throat for a hay fever check. And that didn't hurt as much as doing my COVID test. And that, that was like a cold wire thing. Is that thicker? I think it was It was pretty thick, yeah. But I think he lubed that up as well. Oh, that's why. They went in dry for us. Yeah, but he shoved it from my nose to my throat. That's pretty far. Yeah. Oh. So I put it up on our Instagram story. I hope you're following. If you're not following, the Instagram handle is Mikes. That's the handle, Rice and Mikes Podcast. R-I-C-E, letter N, M-I-C-S, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Nice. Nice. Rice and Mike's podcast. Follow us on Instagram. I put this up asking for a bit more information. One of the houses that we're going to start with today, I put that up on our story and I couldn't find too much info. So it was mostly just trying to get what other people heard about the place. And someone reached out to me, one of our listeners, Bao. And she had quite a lot to say about this place. Okay, so before I jump into all the info that I've got, what do you know about the place? The one on the Instagram story? Yeah, so there's a house on the corner on like a T-way intersection, traffic light. 
And there's a house in a corner that's like, yeah, connected to that. I'm pretty sure everyone heard the same thing. It's There was a family that lived in that house and then someone, a car crashed into it and everyone died in there and it's haunted. That's all I know. Yeah, that's the kind of general basis that people know. So it's near a petrol station. I guess cars can drive past it at what, like 60Ks? So what Asian people say is you never live, you don't buy a house in a corner because people are more likely to crash into a house in a corner than a house on, let's say, on the side. Oh, yeah. So that's why also land value as well. It's a lot cheaper. So if you were to say, if you live in a dead end street, and you're you're at the furthest house, that's straight from the road. How would you explain that? So, so that's as long as you're not on the corner, you're just next to it, right? No, so that's you know how your house, right? Yeah. Dead end is like a straight road, and then there's a big circle. If your house is a cul-de-sac. If your house is straight from the entrance of the road to the end of the road, that's also bad luck. Yeah. Okay. I get you. Yeah. So then that so end of a street. Yeah. I think the land value for that is also really low. Funny you say that. It's actually not too low. But Compared to like the other surrounding surroundings. So let's say that house has the same amount of land as the house next to it. Mm-hmm. That house is going to be a lot cheaper than the other two, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So everyone's got kind of the same idea. Uh, so the house is, yeah, at a corner near a petrol station. It's a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house with two parking spaces and was built in 1980. Is that an actual listing? Yeah, yeah I look at it. F- was on for sale? I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> it was last sold in May 2017 for 850000 Oh, that's pretty recent. How much? 850000 That's pretty cheap. And what's that in USD for our U- US listeners? That is about 612,000 US converted. That's actually pretty cheap though for a house at Cabramatta. Well, oh, Fairfield. That, it's Fairfield? Yeah. But three bedroom? It's a three bedroom, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's pretty familiar with this house. Every time you drive past it, it's one of those things that's like, oh, that house is haunted when you drive past it. Mm. You always point it out. Like when you see a Holden Commodore on the road and it's got a big antenna and you're like, yeah, that's an undercover police officer. Which isn't true, by the way. That's not always the case. (laughs) Size of the land is 742 metres squared. That's pretty big. It's not bad. It's not too bad, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a sizable house. Mm. Also, if there was a death in the house, shouldn't the agency notify the buyer that there's been a death in the house? Or is that only for murders? I've got no idea. I'm pretty sure that's only for murders. Maybe. I don't know the law behind it. Um, but if you do know, send us an email. Quite curious on that. 100% it's murderers, but I don't know if it's like Accident. accidental death yeah. or not. Yeah. All right. Let's go through what other facts I've found. Yeah. Because there were no articles I found, I mostly just sought out for like forums and Reddit, that kind of place. When Bao wrote in, she said that there would be unlikely to be any articles suggesting any hauntings to the house as it would prejudice the sale of the property. Mm, yeah. Is that a thing? They're not obliged to. Yeah, but it's a separate entity. So it's the real estate and like a media outlet. Well, I mean, news are meant to write articles about facts, not assumption. Debatable. 
But there's got to be some sort of truth to it. They can't just say it's haunted. Yeah. Well, you could say it's rumoured. But yeah, that can also just be spreading misinformation. Exactly. Even if you just say rumoured. I don't know. Let's continue. So, yeah, I tried looking around for news articles. I even tried searching in Vietnamese. <laughs> How did that go? Oh, that didn't work out either. You know, um, Nyama, which means ghost house in Vietnamese. Yeah. yeah. I tried did that plus Fairfield. And do you Google see search. a lot of scary stuff? Nah, nah. I oh. didn't, um, didn't stumble upon anything, unfortunately. So, there's not much backing to it. But the comments that I found um, was that the house is generally on the market very frequently. So, the rent, like the rent agreements are quite short or the leases. Huge turnaround. Yeah, turnover. Turnover. Turnover, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I couldn't find any uh, definite sources for that. Mm-hmm. But take it as you will, which I guess I should say with all the stories on this this episode, because I don't have definite facts in all of them. It's really just speculation from everyone. So 25 years ago, a truck slash car, I get both stories of both. Let's just go in between and say van. <laughs> I don't think a van's halfway between to a truck. What, a ute? A van's bigger than a ute. I think a mini truck. God. A mini a truck's a ute, no? No. No, the small trucks. Like the, a the vehicle. Food trucks, the food, tr- food trucks. A vehicle. A vehicle could be anything. A big vehicle. All right. A large vehicle. A four-wheeler. Crashed into the home while an Indian family was having dinner, killing all of them. Oh, Don't Indian the family? Yeah. Makes sense, because it's Fairfield. Really? Is it? I thought it would be more Lebanese or Middle Eastern based. Both. Ethnicity. Both. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Bao's parents said after the truck hit the house, most of the house collapsed, so it had to be rebuilt. The occurrences that happened in the house included being pushed off their beds while sleeping and feelings of children jumping on the bed itself. Spooky. It seems like a common theme children jumping, hearing like footsteps and shit. Same as my mom. I think I talked about it in episode one. Yeah, the good did and I? bad ghosts. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Did I talk about the the ghosts in my old house? Yeah. Oh, okay. In terms of the info that I found on the place, there wasn't a lot. Yeah. It was mostly just forums, people saying here and there that it's just haunted. Even my parents have told me that it's haunted. I don't know where it sort of started. Maybe when they were around then. Because they did move around that time. Like 25 years ago. What's that? 1995? Yeah. It happened in 1995. Well, it's said about 25 years ago. My parents got here in like 1990. My parents so. moved here in like 2000, but she said she heard about the story too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's an archive. I know there's some sort of... Isn't there some sort of like database of old newspapers somewhere in the libraries? I don't know. That's what they have in movies. I don't know. Maybe there's something in there that I haven't found yet. But yeah, if you have any other information that you might know, send us an email. I'd be really interested to know. Yeah. Have any um, any thoughts on the place? Not really. It looks like a usual normal house. Yeah. It's just kind of standard dark brick house. It looks modern. It's not like run down. Mm. Do you believe in ghosts? What's your belief? Oof, I 
I think there might be something out there. Possibilities. Pretty crazy. A lot of ex- unexplained things that have happened to some people. What about you? Any unexplained things happen to you? Okay, this is going to sound really weird. Uh-oh. Is it in this house? No, not this house. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I don't want to sleep here anymore. No, no, it's, it's, not, it's not scary. It's more like... So, you know when you're a child and your parents are like, you got to go to sleep with the blanket on? Or like something's going to eat you or something? Or like sticking your foot out? Kind of. Bed monster kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah? But with my mum, she said, if you don't sleep with the blanket on, then the penis-eating monster will get you? <laughs> I don't think that's supernatural. I think your mom's just fucking with you. No, 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 no. no. But here's, here's the weird thing, right? She told all three of our brothers that. And we all have our different variations of what we saw when we saw the monster. Oh, so you actually saw the monster? That I couldn't tell if it was or not, okay? <laughs> so but you pretty much to eat your dick? Cause, <laughs> no, because... Alright. <laughs> That's a better... Maybe I had a, a scrumptious looking penis when I was five years old. Alright, who knows? But when we were at my old house, well, the first house I was in, I was in our backyard and I was on the swings and I was looking over the fence at our neighbor. Was this neighbor's... in daytime or nighttime? It was daytime. daytime. Okay. Okay. Not... Okay. Completely okay, There's yeah. nothing. Once you hear it, it won't be that bad. So I was on the swings and I look over the fence and I see like a red kind of Sesame Street character looking thing. Elmo. Not Elmo. I think it's a mix of one of those, um, the weird, hairy-looking ones on the head. They got really wild hair. Oh, like, garbage ones. Maybe, kind of like that. But then I think it was just a regular old puppet or something. Not puppet, but like I don't know, maybe just like a figure, like a teddy bear or something. Yeah. And then in my mind, because I was like five, six years old. Oh, okay. And I think I just made that assumption that that was the monster. <laughs> the decaying monster. Yeah. The well, if we're going with. You know, more scientific terms about penis. Cockcruncher. Oh, that's pretty good. The cockcruncher. That's pretty good. My brother said he saw the monster in our living room and it was misty and the mist was covering its face. I was like... Oh, that's... that's um. I don't know what kind of backing there is to that, but I feel like my mom was just telling porkies anyway. So, take it as you will. That's the first time I heard a monster trying to eat your dick. So, you could sleep with the blanket on. I don't know. Maybe she just doesn't want you to get sick. That's probably what it was. But it's funny. But she called it the Kaupke in Viet. What's that? That's what what the monster was called. But what is that translated? I have no idea. I just know the name. Can you say again? Kaupke. Yes, that's what she called it. All right, moving on. And this time, we're going to talk about a headless ghost in Cabramatta. Have you heard of this before? Nope. Interesting. Where in Cabra? The train station. Train station? Really? Yeah. No, I never heard of it. Pretty old. Well, it was a while ago. It was a headless ghost allegedly to be haunting the railway line near Cabramatta in around 1904. So, <gasps> was this the old brown building that was run down in the middle of the sidetrack? I think it was and just all, on the tracks in general. All the pigeons used to live in there? I've never heard of that. you never seen it? Don't think so. Oh, okay, never mind. Go on. Anyway, this is like over 100 years ago. Oh, okay. I said yeah. 1904. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, that 
thing got through my head. Man, what do you have in your ears? Selective hearing. <laughs> so this was reported by a Sydney newspaper on Friday the 13th, 1880. Of course. of course. People reported a headless man in black clothes. And many say it was a spirit of a mysterious skeleton that was found in a scrub near the station. Like a murder or could have been a suicide? What do you reckon? I wouldn't know. I wasn't born then. Yeah, I wasn't either. <laughs> I don't know. You got to tell the story. You got to tell more. That's all right. Is that it? Yeah, I'm just saying like this is what's happened. 24 years later, the Evening News reported a headless spectre along the railway line on August 1904 and again in September same year, 1904. Karamata, a hundred years ago, was that still a druggy suburb? No, I think that happened after the World War. After? Yeah, because that's when people started migrating. Okay. Then I think it might be a murder. Yeah, and it was probably just trying to Wait, find his head did they so he can move on. Did they actually find the skeleton? Yeah. Oh, okay. They found the skeleton, but they didn't know who it belonged to. Like, and it had it no head? It wasn't identified. No, it had a... Skull? Well, it doesn't say, actually. I'm assuming it did. Otherwise, it would have specified, so... If it didn't have a skull, it would make sense for him to be headless. But, you know, nothing makes sense. It's spiritual. It was 100 years ago as well. And the skeleton was reported in 1880. But people reported seeing it in 1904. 24 years later. After the findings. Of the skeleton, yeah. Oh, it's weird. But yeah, I'd never heard of this story. That was interesting. That was when I was trying to find more sightings about Cabramatta stuff. Yeah. Uh, is there a lot? Um, not too many, no. Okay. But yeah. Take it as you, as you will if you're taking this the, the train home at night. No, I'm not trying to scare anyone. I don't think he's popping around. I think he already legged it after he found his head. And now we're going to look at Magic Kingdom in Lansvale. Oh. You love the sound? Wow. I swear you hear that like 20,000 times in each episode on Kitchen Nightmares. Is it copyrighted? God, I hope not. Uh Uh-oh. Don't report me. Okay, what do you know about Magic Kingdom? Was it an amusement park? Yeah. That's all I know. I think we drove past... You kept pointing it out when we went fishing. Yeah. When we went to Chipping Norton to go fishing. You always... That's Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Just like that's the haunted house. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... Like, it looks haunted because it's run down. That's all I know. But I don't know the backstory of it. I never tried Googling it or anything. It's just an abandoned theme park. Oh. In Landsville. But it? I did find some information on it. Nothing concrete, as most of this episode is. The park operated in 1970s up until the early 1990s. People said that there were a few deaths, but I didn't find any articles on that. People just said that there were. Yeah, so it's mostly urban legend. Uh, So once it closed, I think it was due to Wonderland. I miss Wonderland. That, which is another theme park, which was opened from 1985 to 2004. I think it was mostly due to the location it was like really weird area was, you had to go through like a industrial and residential area like it's really not visible from the main yeah, road yeah so you can't get much exposure you gotta use your physical maps oh what do they call those street directories 
I think so. Um, have you ever been to Wallenland? No. Was it? Have you? Yes. We had like a membership. I think it was a membership. You get like a card. Wait, where was it? I don't know where. <laughs> I didn't drive. I was young. Was it in the city or? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember there was, I had a lot of cards and then you take your photo on it and they print it out and that's like your entry card. So that's like Gold Coast with the um, movie world and stuff. I didn't know if it was a fast pass or anything, like a passport or it was everyone to get one. I think I it was just remember. entry. I can't remember. It's ages. The only thing I remember was lining up for rides. I've got a couple of photos as well in Wonderland. And I just remember dipping dots. That's the first time I had dipping dots was at Wonderland. Is that ice cream? Yeah. Is that still around? Yeah, it is. Every time Moon Festival, they have that. At Moon Festival. Ah, dipping dots. Okay, that's familiar. After I saw the logo. Yeah, look, people always drive in there, like drive past it just to see what it's like. But you can't get Magic in there. Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. You're only on the outside. You can't go in. It's inaccessible. you got to, like, walk. Is it still there? Yeah, I think some of the equipment's just kind of run down. Oh, some okay. of it's there. Um, this is going to get a little bit spooky. We're going to talk about a story I found online. Ready to get spooked? No. It's not that scary. So I'm going to say it in their perspective. All right. What Ooh. location? Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay. We're still in that area. Yeah. Okay. We went there with a group of friends in high school about 15 years ago, one night, because we wanted to see what the fuss was all about. We accessed the park through a hole in the wide fence. A couple of slides and props were still there from memory, but it was pitch black and there was a thick fog that night, so we couldn't really see much. About 200 meters in from the entrance, we saw a light source coming from one of the buildings. We went to have a look inside and we found a shrine made up of candles, a plate of food and a picture of Jesus. It was most likely a homeless person was living there and probably went into hiding when he, she heard us come in. So we decided to leave out of respect. Oh, was that? Uh. It's mostly, I think, just people saying that it's haunted. I don't think it is. Yeah, look, if you have any other stories, maybe you've explored Magic Kingdom yourself or you've heard of it from someone else, let us know. be really curious to hear everyone's story about it. All right, now we're going to go to Picton Tunnels. You heard of that? I think I might have. This might be what I was talking about. Picton Tunnels? Yeah. I think they host ghost tours there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have? Yeah. Oh, I haven't been. I've, You've I've heard of it? heard about it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, okay. So I think in the public, people do explore it, but because ghost hunters frequented the area so often... They restricted the public opening hours of the place. So a bit of backstory. Uh, this is a train tunnel that opened in 1867. The site had many deaths, one of whom was Emily Bollard, who died in 1916 after she was struck by a train while walking home. She was found lying inside the tunnel's northern end, both legs broken. In the years that followed, reports are made of a woman acting strangely in the tunnel, with people believing it was Emily. Visitors have reported seeing unexplained lights and shadows, strange gusts of wind, and occasionally the ghost of a girl who hanged herself at the entrance of the tunnel. Oh. This is just articles. Yeah. No backing behind these again. Uh, I wasn't really curious on looking at videos. I was a bit... <laughs> I'm a bit of a pussy with horror movies. Everyone knows me, will know that I'm not great with them. You keen on visiting? No. Anything supernatural, I stay very far. I can deal with murderers, kidnappers, 
something that's real, like real person, a real person, I can't do a supernatural. Because if you think about it, murderers and all those crazy people are people. So you, you, you can still have some sort of light or hope that you can defend yourself. Supernatural stuff, you, there's no explanation. You can't kill it. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, you can. You get a circle of salt and holy water, right? Where do you get holy water from? You bless it yourself? You go Google, become a priest? Can't you just buy some off eBay? It's just water. <laughs> Isn't it holy water? It's, there's something to it? Holy water is just water that's been blessed. By whom? A priest. priest. Yes. It's not like special, chemically special water. It's literally a tap water blessed by a priest. They pour it into, you know, if it's in the church, they pour it into a little cart. Um, a chalice? Trays. No, little trays on each bench. And then you put it on your, you put a bit of water on your forehead. Oh, okay. What? I don't know. I mean, there must be other ways to defend yourself. But the thing is that, has anything supernatural ever happened for there to be a way to defend yourself? It's only in horror movies, right? Fingers crossed. <laughs> there hasn't been a situation or a story. Have you searched um, anything like that? If anything supernatural ever happened to someone? No, I was a bit scared. Same. <laughs> Do you think a ghost would attack you if you're jacking off? Because it's a bit of an awkward situation for it, isn't it? <laughs> Why? Just imagine the power move. It's trying to attack you and you're just getting your rocks off. I don't think there's ever been a time... Has like I've never heard of anyone being attacked by a ghost. I've heard of people having sleep paralysis, but they're asleep. Oh, man. That's different. Sleep when paralysis you're, when is you're something else. awake and 100% conscious and then you see a ghost attack you and feel it, that's completely different. I haven't heard anything like that yet. I've heard a lot of sleep paralysis ones, but not 100% conscious and awake ones. Mm. Unless you hear it from like, I don't know, people that claim overseas that. and claiming that they've seen one. But I've never heard of anyone encountering it and physically touching it. It's always, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, right. So when you say attacking while wanking, I wouldn't know if that would ever happen. What if it's sleep paralysis and you just force yourself to get an erection? But you're in control, so who's actually in power now? <laughs> that is so unlikely. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Picton Tunnels, it's... Uh, I think that's a bit of a spooky place just because it's a train tunnel. You only got two ends. Th- there's, also, there's also one um, on a highway. I can't remember where. But there's one where you see a lady in a white, in like a white dress or something, in a highway. It's somewhere here, in close s- by in, in Sydney. Maybe someone cosplaying. No, no, no. It's it's like an actual spotting. Like everyone calls it that. Like if I say this, probably like a hundred people would know. Assuming we have a hundred listeners, <laughs> a lot of people would know what I'm talking about. I can't remember. If you Google it, I'd rather not. <laughs> Drop me a Google it. Wake Wakehurst Parkway, Ghost of Kelly. Yeah. That is Australia, called Australia's most haunted road. What kind it's, of road is it? It's a busy road north of Sydney. Has been linked with reported sightings of a mysterious female figure. With claims the apparition has even appeared in the backseat of people's cars before disappearing. Apparition? 
You just say the the ghost. Yeah, the ghost has also been seen at the back seat of people's cars and then disappearing. This is all people's claims, though. Yeah. Oh, this is a bit of a spooky episode. Shit, I don't think it'd get that far. Yeah, but then I think there's been a recording as well, and you can see her. But I was I never clicked it because I'm too scared of that shit. I can't do it. I feel like it might be edited. I think a lot of things can be edited. Yeah, like Slender Man and shit. Is that really local? Yeah. Uh, near Manly. Manly, Narrabeen. And that's a road I'm not going to drive down. Would you ever go to the Picton Tunnels? No. Anything supernatural, I told you I'll stay far away. Even that road? Yes. If I have to, then yeah, but I'm not going to think about it. <laughs> Just blast music in the car? Or have a full car. Oh, yeah, she can't <laughs> she sit. She can't sit in there. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, do you see that? Fucking lights just flickered. The fuck? It wasn't the lights. It was your computer screen. No, I saw the lights. I swear it was a computer screen. It's probably the RGB strip. It, is. it, it wasn't that. It, that didn't go. It was on the left. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the strip. Yeah. That just flickered. Nice spooky. Okay. <laughs> Play the sound again. Kitchen nightmares. Mm. All right, let's move on. So I've got another one. I don't know about this story, though. I found this one also. Um, our listener, Bao, wrote in on that as well. It was about a haunted house in Landsvale. Same suburb as Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't too familiar with this. I also found this on a forum. So, could be true, could be false. Who knows? So, this is about a Vietnamese couple that were part of the boat people that came in 1975. So they had two sons. One was very bright, became a doctor in uni. The other was involved in gangs in Cabramatta during the 1990s. So, you know, with like heroin and stuff. Yeah. So that son got involved in gangs and became an addict who dragged the rest of the family into the drug trafficking world. He was later murdered by internal infighting within the gang and the other son was caught smuggling drugs in Vietnam and was executed. Their parents gassed themselves in the family car in the garage, devastated by the shame and deaths. The house had remained empty for a long time until eventually it was sold off, and it's apparently changed owners several times. Never heard of this one? I haven't either. What's the location? Um, Landsvale where? I don't know. I couldn't find the location, but... People said that it's on a busy highway. People drive past it often, but I couldn't find any info on where it was. So if you guys do know, send us an email. Because Lansdale is a pretty small suburb. Yeah, it's not big. Only highway will be the Hume Highway. I mean, only busy road, I think, is the Hume Highway. Or it could be a road that's connected to it. Mm, I don't know. Not sure. It could be an old story. Spooky, spooky. And I've got another one. Have you heard of... That one's a bit less spooky because there's not any supernatural things happening. It was just deaths. Yeah. It's not bad. Which is, happens everywhere. You still got to stay away from if you buy a house. But they're not obligated to tell you if someone's died in it. I think only if they've been murdered. Does your mom know how to get rid of bad spirits? I've seen her throw coins at the front yard, throwing rice. 
I think where you place the shrine can be a spirit deterrent. Burning incense? I don't think that's spirit. I think that's just praying. Can't you pray for it to go away? Here's the thing. When that bad spirit happened to my mom, all my grandma did was feed it by sacrificing food. So you put that food outside your house mm-hmm. and that's how the spirits eat it. Was it just like rice and... I think it's always like vegetarian food. Like there's, this thing, there's this thing where like, like I think in Asian culture where, or I don't know what my mom or grandma say, is that the spirits are vegetarian because the God is vegetarian. Oh, yeah. Or vegan, one one of them. So the spirits only eat veg- vegetarian food. So she only does cooks vegetarian when it comes to praying. And there's that vegetarian day, like your mom does. Yeah. But yeah. she does the month one. So I don't know how they deter bad spirits. Would you know? I think I was supposed to ask, but I didn't. Like, did you, I know your parents pray every day, but do they pray because of their religion or is it to bring good luck, bad luck? I think it's just a religion and a bit of both. Okay. But I'm not 100% on that. Do, do do they do the um like shrine location, like house door location and stuff as well? Oh, that's such a big thing, yeah. When we were that moving did. house from our first house, there was that thing where it's like what house the f- house faces. Sorry. The entrance? What direction the house is facing. Yeah. That's very big as well, yeah. So I don't know if it needs to be like east or south, north, whatever, northwest. But I, th- I think it depends on what you or when you're born, what year, what time. There's like a big book and then you read it. Feng Shui, is that what it is? Feng Shui. Yeah, but I don't know what book it is. Yeah, I feel like all Asian parents have that sitting around somewhere. Just Even with like the direction you sleep, that's a big thing. The what, where your feet ends up. Yeah, which where, where your head's pointing when you're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Does your mom tell you where to put your bed? She said never... Your bed should never be right in front of the door. Oh, really? So when you open the door and then your f- if your feet's pointing towards the door, it's not good. If the mirror is face, you can see the mirror when you're asleep. So if the mirror's next to your bed, that's not good as well. God, I hate mirrors in general. What can you do? You need a you need a wardrobe. You need to see stuff. Mine well, are actually. It's, you're, it's lucky for you, right? Some girls need to do makeup and everything. That's what the bathroom's for, right? It's not the same. You can't sit. As, you can't. Go super close without fucking up your back, because the sink is blocking the the in between you and the mirror. As for let's say a mirror on the wardrobe, you can go super close to do like eye makeup, mascara, and stuff. Is squatting comfortable? Squatting. Yeah. In the toilet. In general. I can't Asian squat for my life. I've tried. I can't. What? I have to tiptoe when I squat. So easy. So easy. Oh, I can't. Okay. I, I fix. I just physically can't. But Vanetta said, if you squat enough, like so with weights. Oh, Vanetta's my friend, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Vanetta. Um, she said, if you squat enough, like with weights, then you'll Asian squat. But I haven't been trying that yet. I've been benching. I mean, right. I've been deadlifting. Sorry, but not squatting because I can't squat. I can't balance. Squatting is super hard for me. All I mean is you can squat on the sink. And if you lose balance, you're just going to hit your head. That's Are you, are you okay? <laughs> Why would you squat? You might as well just buy a, a small mirror than squat on your sink. What if you snap it in half from your weight? It's not no, meant it could to... be one of those regular big benches, like what I've got. Like a big 
Like it's not a hanging sink. It's like a full on. You got wardrobes under it. You're gonna be squatting, but that's such such Drawers, a such a dumb idea. <laughs> you might as well just use your phone. It's so much safer. <laughs> what else? She says that the shrine can't be straight at the door as well. So if you open the door, and then the shrine's there, it's bad. Because like oh. all the money goes out or something. Oh no! But I think the stairs. The stairs. No, My parents say the stairs. Oh, if no. you go in and the and if it's a double story mm. and it's right at the front door. I don't know, but then Ellie said it was the other way around for her family. She Who's said Ellie? it was good. Ellie is a friend of ours. She said that her mom told her that having a shrine when you open the door is good. I'm pretty sure that was Ellie that told me that. I might be wrong, but someone told me that. And I said, oh, wow, okay, I don't know what's true or not. Yeah, I think Feng Shui's a bunch of porkies. What do you do it anyway? Nah. It's like... um. My stepdad is very adamant on colors of cars. Oh, God. <laughs> so every body is born as an element by your same thing. Date of birth and time of birth. So you become an element. And in that element, there are specific colors that are good for you. And what and specific colors is very bad for you. So what he says is that I think the color red was very bad for him. And in his... His past, like, three cars that were written off were all red. Coincidentally, you might say that. I know you're about to say that. It could be coincidental. But he said as soon as he bought a blue car that was good for him, he never had a major accident. No, it's placebo. But he, I don't think he looked into it until, like, years after. No, I think it was just written off because he was driving a red car, so he thought it went faster. So he sped a lot. He he, it was he, a red wasn't, car. he wasn't the one at fault though. So he says. Spooky. <laughs> but yes, and I always wanted a red car. I really like red. But my mom says no, because it's not my colour. So I don't think I can have ever have a red car. Were the three people that drove into him and rode off his car were the drivers bulls? Good one. That's probably one of my finest ones yet. <sighs> I want to quit. <laughs> We're not done yet. Can't leave. I've only got a few left. All right. Second last one before we go to a little kind of a joke. Last one. So in Canberra Meadow, this is near the railway station again. There's a little house. Well, there used to be a house next to PCYC, the Police Community Youth Centre. You know, across, like, near the library. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I'm trying to picture it. I can't, I can't find a gap where the house used to be. So now it's turned into, a, like, a small car park. Where the breast cancer truck is always there? Yeah, yeah, that, that car park. Was that a house there? No, no, no. A bit, f- like, next to it. Where, where PCYC is, the entrance. Also in between. There's a corner. You know when you turn and there's a, there's a, there's a crossing... Yeah? On the other end of the crossing, there's a little car park. That used to be a house. No. Can you Google Maps it? I'm surprised you haven't seen this house before. Oh, was there a house there? So there used to be a house there. No news articles found yet again. Only a forum post from 2016. 
from what I remember, I think it was just the regular looking one story house. It was really tiny land. It wasn't very big at all. There was a family that was traveling overseas that perished after their plane had crashed or lost. And the spirits of the family returned to haunt the house that they had lived in since then. Don't know how they got there. Ghost Uber. Gooba. <laughs> you just insult me? Gooba's an insult. Is it? Yeah, Gooba. That's like a really low-level insult. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was pretty bad. I didn't know it was an insult. Sorry. Like a racist insult. Or just, no, just, just like idiot. Like idiot, yeah. Oh, okay. As, as long as it's not racist. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You heard? You haven't heard of this story before? No, I never heard of the house before. I don't even remember there was a house. That's what I heard. I, But I didn't hear about the plane. I heard it was just, again, like a car crashing in there or something. No. Interesting. Then again, I don't talk a lot about supernatural stuff to my mom. Yeah, I don't either. I get way too scared. So, my brother told me about the house a little, from what he heard. Most likely BS. He said that there was a corridor in the house. And for some reason, you had to have pictures of the family that used to live there. And he said their eyes used to follow you. And I'm like... Mm. As a kid, I was like, oh, that's scary. But now I'm like, that doesn't... That sounds a bit strange to be having in the house. But anyway, so the land where the house was, it's now become a car park. And I think it may have been constructed between somewhere between 2010, 2012. The car park? Yeah. So the house was demolished and it turned to a car park. I think you can Google the number and it will show you past real estate listings for it. I'll probably check that out after. Yeah. Would you park your car there at night? I wouldn't park my car anywhere close to Cabra Station at night. Too many weirdos. I don't think it's too bad. By myself, yeah. I think it's bad. Oh, then again, I'm a girl. And it's a lot more creepier. Yeah. I think the way you wait it off is that you start to act drugged out as well. Me? Yeah. For what? If you're scared at night, you're walking at night. Let's say you're walking home at night and you you just get off at the train station and you then you walk into your car. I try to look off so they don't try to attack me. No, you just, when you're walking, you just start like mumbling gibberish to yourself and you start like scratching your neck and start acting sporadically. So you join in as one of the crazies and the crazies don't attack you. It's like acting like a zombie. Zombies don't attack zombies. What if they come up to me and ask me if I have anything more, like, can I have what you have? <laughs> Pretend you don't understand, you keep doing it. Um, <laughs> no. I think that's a pretty good idea. And then what if the girl in front of me feels the same way? Should she just start acting like that too? And everyone starts walking around a camera like... Oh, you know, you know. I think it's the best idea. No. Sometimes people take advantage of that. So you they see like you're... Because you, you're walking down a camera, you could, you could still be having like your phone or like a backpack and you're acting like that. People might still take advantage of it. Oh, he, she's off her head. I can just grab whatever I want. Or they can even say, oh, she's alone. I can grab what I want. Because if they see that you're drugged out, you might attack back. Why not I just walk with watermelons under my arm? Oh, yeah, that'll work. They can, I can wear the, the baggiest clothes and they won't now I'm buffed as fuck underneath. They wouldn't want to touch me. I've got six pack. 
<laughs> these situations ain't gonna happen. Who knows? This is just stuff that pops in my head when I think of. And most of the time, I just pretend I, I'm just always on my phone when I walk home, so they know like if something happens, she she can call or something. Or they know that you have a phone and now you're a target. Well, it hasn't happened yet, so... But it has happened to my family friend. Pretty recent. A group of... um, A group of boys followed him home and attacked him. Grabbed his um, wallet. Didn't grab his phone, but grabbed his wallet and his backpack and legged it. He had to call the cops. Cops searched everywhere. Couldn't find him. He put put through a report. A couple of weeks later, they called him in for a um what's that thing when they choose the person lineup mm. he went to do a lineup i think they called him pretty good. good yeah i got him it's pretty scary though cuz it happened on my street yeah well and he wasn't by himself he was with his son but his son was on a bike so he his son legged at home to call my mom that's pretty bad what can you do that they outnumbered it's better to get help than to try and help and get attacked too, right? Yeah. Stupid boys are in high school as well. I think they went to the same school. What, Cabra High? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I think the son recognized one of the guy. Oh my God. Why, did he bully him or what? No, he was, it wasn't targeted. It was just random. Oh, okay. That's uh, pretty dumb. Yeah. Has your mom had any... um? Supernatural experiences overseas, like in Vietnam, at home or anything? Or have have you asked? I think she has, but I don't remember it. I might have blocked it out from my memory because it was too scary. (laughs) No, 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 no. I mean, I think it's it's a good thing to block it out because you start thinking about it when you sleep. Yeah. So you mentioned there was a house you knew next to the old fire station in Cabramatta. Oh, yeah. It was very run down. I don't know. It was either haunted or a very crazy person that lived in there. I remember that. Uh, we just always looked at it. It was like, that land is expensive because it was like right next to John Street, the main street at Cabramatta where all the food is. Mm. And it's like in between, like right in the middle. So 100%. I think it got sold for a million something. Like back in 2000, like ages ago. Oh, now it's like a... Building. Building. Yeah. yeah. I remember it was a small house and at the backyard there were a lot of banana trees. Do you remember lo- that? A lot of Asians also say banana trees is where a lot of ghosts hang out. Banana trees and, bam- yeah. and sugar cane. Wow. Yeah. My mom said the same as well. Yeah. We used to have a lot... We used to have like a huge banana tree at the backyard with a bunch of sugar canes. And my mom took that down so fast when we bought the land. <laughs> but like our back, you know how my back is really long and that was all covered by like plants. Oh, the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. And I was so scared of going there because it was just dark. But now it's better. I'm still kind of scared because it's, it's kind of dark. But it's all houses there now. Mm. It's so scary. You got your dog. What's she going to do? I don't know. Let you know if something's there. True, I do feel a bit safer when she follows me. Because if anything, she can go get attacked first. Yeah. <laughs> Meat shields. <laughs> Meat shield. 13 killers. So we're going to end it off with not really a haunted place, more of a story. 
Back in high school, we referred to this as the Church Street Ghost Lady. You heard of her before? I didn't hear ghost, but I know it's a church street lady. She wasn't a ghost. We just called her that. Oh, okay. Because she was... I don't know. She's, but she... She seemed She was mental. not a ghost. That's all. She was... No. She... You could definitely tell that was a person. Uh, it was more of just a metaphor. This is about a lady who lived alone. Possibly. We don't know if anyone else lived with her. And she seemed like she had a few bruises loose in the north paddock mentally unstable yeah Mm -hmm. if you were parked on the street that she lived on and let's say your car had its lights on or your engine was running she would drive past and just glare at you through your window walk past or drive by drive past okay i think sometimes she might have walked from what i remember and it was just really strange. Like, you're just sitting there, just waiting for a mate to pick him up or something. And she just stops next to you and just keeps, like, arching her head over, trying to get a peek inside, and just, like, got her mouth open, wondering, like, who you are. It's a bit weird. She's trying to protect her street. She's trying to protect her house. I don't know what it was. She would even chase you sometimes if you were driving down there. You heard that? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I heard people's story about her chasing them. In the car, in the, her car with their car. Yeah, yeah. If you're driving and she will just like follow you in her car. And I was like, what? Like, does she have insurance? <laughs> I've never experienced, had any experience with a church lady. I've nearly been an experience where people go, let's go staunch church lady. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's too creepy. Ugh. Didn't she throw a rock at someone's car? It's one of your boys. Really? Yeah. I'll need to chase that up. I don't know. When your boys keep saying the same story, I'm going to throw a rock at someone's car and then the car had like a big dent. Did nothing. I don't remember that. I swear one of your boys told us that. I'll have to follow that. Maybe James. Don't know. Did I tell you the time that we actually tried to antagonize her? Might have, but you might have just went one year went out. All right, let's go through the story. So back in high school, we organized... A march through the street to see what she would do. and In the daytime? No, it was nighttime. Okay. So we all prepared <laughs> yeah. at one of our mates' house. We we're just like hanging out okay. in the day mm. after school. And then night falls. We get one car in the middle. It was someone's Toyota Crawler, one of their parents' cars. In the middle, right? Middle of the road. And then we had about like 30 boys. 30? <laughs> yeah. So we had... <laughs> We had five people in the car and like 20 people outside surrounding it. And The car? Yeah, the car had the lights on, high beams on, and it would roll up slowly. Mm. We would walk next to the car behind it, in front of it. No, not in front, but like the side of it. Yeah. yeah. And the car would have the Crow Zero theme song playing through the speakers. Crow Zero? Yeah, have you heard of it before? No. Well, it's like this epic battle music, essentially. And it's a really good movie. Why don't you play it now? I might get. Pl- I might get. Oh, okay. DMCA. How about you? You um, sing it. <laughs> it's like this electric guitar. I'm oh, okay. I, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that might sound familiar. Yeah. But if you're curious, YouTube it. Just Crow Zero into the battlefield. I think it was. I might put a link to that in the description. Um, let me have a look. Yeah, into the battlefield. Yeah, I'll put a link to that song in the description 
But imagine that. We're just blasting that music and we're just slowly rolling up and walking past Were there no house. cars like driving past you guys? I think we stopped and let him through. From <laughs> what I remember. But it was just a funny sight. Just like... These prepubescent boys just walking up, trying to confront on his red this, pea, on the red peas, the red pea Corolla with the music blasting, trying to find out if she would attack all of us. I mean, she can't scare all of us, right? We had such a big group, but I don't think anything came of it. But it was just a funny moment. Oh, that was anticlimactic. She never came out, sadly. What happened to her? I don't know. I think she just disappeared. Might have moved somewhere else. We Staunched don't know. Another street. I think someone else lives there, from what I know. She just up and at him and never heard from her again. No more hauntings. I wouldn't say it's a haunting. No more staunching. Yeah, staunching. Staunching. This was something that really sparked my interest. I think a lot of people had their own variants of these stories, or some of them. Either from their parents or they might have heard it from one of their mates. If you do have any corrections or maybe you've heard something similar... Or a bit different, send us an email. Our email is Rice and Mike's Podcast at I don't know the email. I'll do it. So Rice and Mike's Podcast at gmail.com. That's letter N. So Rice letter N Mike's M I C S podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Or you can also follow our Instagram which is Rice and Mike's podcast, which is the handle, same as the email. Uh, if you send a DM, I'll also reply to that as well. So either one will work. And with that, I think we'll finish up for today. Any questions? Any spooks heard from your end? Let us know. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode. Spooky bye. Boo!